Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Step Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to all the shit I've learned abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year! (laughs) We have finally seen the tail end of 2020. Thank God. And 2021 is already so much better, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We're off to a great start. Yeah. (laughs) And let's kind of continue with that theme. Let's do some New Year's new reviews. Let's do some New Year new follows. Like, follow us. Reach out to us. Review us. We love it. Guys, 2020 was, as we know, a year where travel was pretty much non-existent. And I got to say, Steph and I, I feel like we did a pretty good job with giving you guys all that great travel content all year. (laughs) So in return, all we ask is if you haven't yet, if you could please go give us a five-star review um, for the podcast and leave a review. We love hearing, you know, reading these reviews, what you guys think of us and the content and, you know... Give us a follow on all of our socials. We've got our Patreon account. All the good stuff. Yes. It would make our 2021 so far. (laughs) Okay. So heading into this new year, I really wanted to do another New Year's travel resolutions episode. I was very excited for it. And then I started thinking, I'm like, well, it's a really hard year to make travel resolutions. (laughs) We all know why. Yeah. Um, So I thought maybe first we could start by doing a little check-in. We did a travel resolution episode for the first episode of 2020. Do a little check-in. See, did we reach any of our goals? (laughs) Anything. Yeah, Steph and I, we were talking about this. And, you know, it's not often we go back and listen to old episodes. I mean, quite honestly, I'm like, I don't want to hear my voice all the time. But we were like... 
Oh, this would be funny. 2020 was a spectacular year for traveling. Um, yeah, we, I know last year we were like, Hey, let's put together some travel resolutions. And then we were laughing. We're like, did we achieve any of these? So we listened back and we're going to just kind of review them today. Do a little check-in. Maybe as we're going through this, you guys can check in with yourselves. See, see what you accomplished. Cause it's probably actually more than we all realized. Well, that's the thing. Steph and I were actually pleasantly surprised, but yeah, so let's kick it off. Steph. I mean, yeah, Steph, you've got all the all the the resolutions there, don't you? I do. I did it very systematically this week and wrote them all down as I listened. So one of mine, well, actually, no. Let's start with one of yours. Did you? One of yours was you were going to travel to three new, not necessarily countries, but three new places. Yeah. So that was. I remember that one where I initially said, you know, I used to set them where. I want to go to three new countries every year, but now I've actually done a lot of countries. So I changed it just to like places. And actually looking back, I did because I went to Lisbon in Portugal mm-hmm. in February last year. Yeah. And then I went to, I went to Spain. Where did I actually go in Spain again? I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the, t- it was at a friend's, a friend's place. And it was just like a little small town in Alicante so I went nice. there in Spain and then I went to Sicily. Right. Um, so while these are not three countries that I haven't been to before, because I've been to Portugal, I've been to Spain and Italy, they were three entirely new places. And actually, when I look back at that, where, you know, initially I thought like, oh, what a shitty year for traveling in 2020. I didn't do a whole lot. I was like, do you know what? That's not too bad. I mean, that's still three totally new places. Yeah, so I got I did tick that off, and that's awesome. I would highly recommend to anyone to go to Lisbon if you haven't. Granted, I yeah. do feel like this is where I picked up COVID uh, during my trip to Portugal. <gasps> oh no! When I trace it back, I mean, it wasn't like there was a huge case of a uh, huge amount of cases there at the time, but it worked out. Anyways, um, yeah, Sicily, and then uh, yeah, and obviously Spain. So one of, and then one of mine, because when we recorded that episode, what was happening at the time was that it was the Australian bushfires, which I think people have mostly forgotten because the rest of the year turned into yes. a global dumpster fire. We really thought that was that was going to be the worst of 2020. We're like, oh, OK, we got all the like horrible stuff out of the way at the beginning of the year. How little right. did we know? <laughs> so I thought I was going to spend the year traveling to small town Victoria um, you know, and really help trying to boost the economy of those small towns again. Um, yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, well, that didn't bloody happen. But you know what? That's not entirely true. And we had like a two week reprieve between our first lockdown and our second lockdown. And I went mm-hmm. to a bunch of small towns during that time. Went to Walhalla. I went to Maryborough and there was somewhere else. And then since, well, I guess the trip I'm on right now, I'm not really doing Victoria. So... I had a two-week window, so I did a few, not nothing compared to what I imagined, but hey, I got a few in. This is the thing, though. I think it's all about, I think 2020 was all about finding those little wins, just in life, yeah. in general. Yes. And that's the thing where it's funny, because when you're talking about, you know, the few places that you went, and then when I was talking about even, like, the three places I visited, right? Like, which normally, in my normal, you know, if it was, say, 2000 and... I don't know, 16, like going to only three places a year, I'd be like, oh, that's nothing. But last year, 
it was like, hey, you know what? I did this. I went to three new places. And Steph, you visited some of Victoria. And that is what matters. And it's looking at that and, yeah, just being like, win. all right, small win, tick. Yep. Um, you also said you were going to be exploring, like I said I wanted to explore more of Victoria. You said you were going to explore more of the UK. Mm. Did you do so I, I did. And, again, I actually feel like. This would have been a really good opportunity during COVID to see more of the UK, but I still did. There was a couple places that I went to that had been on my little like UK bucket list for a while. So one of them was going to Oxford, which is not that far from London. So obviously, you know, Oxford, a very like old historical uh, town in the UK, and I'd never been in the 10 years I'd lived here. And so finally made it there. Um, I've got a friend that lives there. We had like a really nice day trip out, just saw like the old city and it was beautiful. So finally ticked that off my, my bucket list. And then the other one was I hiked the seven sisters, which actually Steph, that was something when you were visiting Mm -hmm. was something we were going to do. And then we know what happened when you got here. Um, and for those of you that don't know what the Seven Sisters are, so this is the Chalk Cliffs by the English Channel in East Sussex. And it's a day trip you can do. Um, it, t- it took us maybe like an hour and a half to drive there. And it's basically like a day hike. And you hike these beautiful white cliffs. And the day we went, I mean, we picked probably the windiest day to the point like I was with a friend of mine and we almost like she was going to blow off the end of the cliff because she's quite small and it was windy but it was again one of the uk bucket list you know things that i wanted to do here and i finally did it i was like you know what this is the time to do it when we can't really leave the uk a whole lot so you know i i have more of those hikes and walks planned in for this Mm -hmm. year um as we all know the uk is back in quite a well i should I was going to say strict lockdown, but for the UK, that's probably still pretty loose. Yeah. But I think we're going to see a lot more, you know, travel restrictions for the UK right now because it's getting pretty serious over here. So there's going to be more UK trips like this plan, just day trips, like hiking trips, you know, places you can go that are nearby. But yeah, long story short. Yes, I did see a bit more of the UK. So and when you say the UK to tie on into this, because it was another item you mentioned, did you go to any UK nude beaches? I think you didn't mention that. I suggested it. Did you do a nude beach? Oh, okay. Well, that's funny. So I did not do a nude beach. And I remember when I was re-listening to this episode and totally forgetting that we even talked about this. So not a nude beach. However, while I was in Spain, I did for the first time ever go topless on the beach. Which kind of, (laughs) kind of is, it's not a nude beach, but it kind of like brought it to fruition. So when we were in Spain, I was with my friend and like she goes topless at any opportunity on a beach. Like she doesn't give a shit. And so we're in Spain and I I wouldn't either if I was teeny tiny. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I was just like, oh, it was so hot. I remember like the bikini top I had on was just like. I don't know. It was just uncomfortable. My friend's like, go fuck it. She's like, look around you. And I looked around and literally all the women, it didn't matter what size they were, how old they were. They were all topless on the beach. And I was like, do you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go topless for the first time on the beach. And like, I got, you know, I've got boobs. (laughs) Yes, you do. 
And it was very, like, it was, you know, at first, I'm like, okay, this is a bit uncomfortable. But, like, you know, we were also drinking yeah. beers on the beach. It cervezas. slowly becomes more comfortable all of a sudden. And honestly, it was great. It was very liberating. It felt great. Um, I did put on lots of sunscreen. Don't worry. But, yeah, but, like, as the day went on, I'm like, this is fine. Like, nobody gives a shit. No. You know, Steph, when you talked about naked Europeans in one of our episodes. Yeah. I mean, it's true. They don't care. This is just, like, it's a very normal thing. So, yeah, I felt like, would I do it all the time moving forward? I don't know. And, yeah, you actually made that resolution for me. I I mean, that wasn't one of mine. That wasn't one of mine. But, (laughs) so you brought it to fruition for me. Well, that's because one of mine had been to do more micro adventures. Right. Which I guess that kind of falls under. Like it's a day at a beach in the Rudy Nudie more than you would be. Well, and I think, again, we're talking like in the year of 2020, it just I think I had this mindset of just like just fucking do things when you get the opportunity to do them and not care. Like I really I think there's ways that you can stop caring in the sense of like stop caring because you realize how short life is and you just want to, I guess, take things off your bucket list versus like, I don't care. I'm giving up on myself. Like, I think there was two <laughs> very different types of, I don't care anymore in 2020, which I mean, we, we want all the probably liberating. I don't care. Not the, yes. I've given up. I don't care. Yeah. Not like I haven't showered in a week and I've, you know, drank seven bottles of wine but I think we all did do that in which I was just going to say, I'm sure that we all had those as well. I certainly did. It was about balancing both of them. I had like a five hour bath one night and drank two and a half liters of sangria and was just there like, you go. loving life. <laughs> Again, it's all about the little wins in 2020. But yeah, it was finding that fine balance of, yeah, the I don't cares. Uh, and I was that moment when I took off my bikini top on the beach in Spain, it was like the, you know what? I don't give a shit. Life is too short. I don't yeah. care what people think. It felt good. And that again was a little win in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> now we're coming into, cause I had a bunch of them that when COVID hit, I was like, well, well, there goes the air. We're screwed. That then yeah. suddenly to around the end of 2020 hashtag lockdowns work have come true. And I completely forgot that I actually had said this in the episode. Now, sometimes you got to give yourself a little leniency on what you said and how you envisioned it. True. But one of mine had been, I was used to road trips. I was used to flying places. I wanted to travel in a different way. Yeah. And in the episode, the example I gave was I was going to, I wanted to do a yacht trip. Oh, that's right. And well, I gave the yacht example. It wasn't a yacht, but I am currently caravanning around Australia. Which for okay. me is an entirely different way of travel. I've never stayed in a caravan park before. I've never, you know, carried a motorhome behind me. And I am just learning so much. And it's traveling in a totally different way. So I did it. I think I did it. I think you did. And I just want to caveat this, though. Okay. That while you did not get on a yacht, mm-hmm. we did interview two different people in our episodes about sailing sailing around the world and we learned a lot about sailing and boats and Steph, you and i had discussed this offline we're like maybe we should do like maybe we should get into sailing so maybe 2020 was just a bit of a segue into perhaps next year or this year you're gonna learn how to sail on a boat and then get your yacht 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. did the SV Delos interview with yeah. Brady, and then you spoke to the World Towning family. Yeah. And they're currently learning how to sail. So I just feel like it's still there, and the caravan is a great start. Yeah. And then you're going to learn how to sail, and then you're going to get on a sailboat. It's going to be a, a jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you will buy a yacht because you will become rich. Okay, perfect. Somehow. I am down with this plan. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still I see that as a win for you. That, yes, you, it's a new way of traveling for you. You're currently towing around like a massive home on wheels, basically. Massive. It's 21-foot, fully loaded caravan, and it's fantastic. Mm. You'll have your yacht soon enough. Don't worry. <laughs> Baby steps, I guess. And another one, uh, something I had said, because since I had planned to travel Victoria, I thought I really wanted to learn a lot about the Aboriginal culture, all the different, because there's so many different Aboriginal groups across Australia. So I really wanted to learn. And after I said that, actually, we had an amazing response to that. And people were recommending me books I can read. And there's specific books about traveling to learn about Aboriginal culture in Australia. So I read those books in lockdown, which was amazing. So I still felt like I was doing it. And now actually on the road, I, I've gone to a number of welcome to country ceremonies. I've met with a bunch of Aboriginal community members. Like, I feel like I am learning a lot. I am. I think it's just like naturally with you being on this road trip, it's going to happen, right? Because yeah. you're going into a lot of these places where they have that history. So that's great where you can, you're almost like killing two birds with one stone. Maybe this is the strategy we need to take with our resolutions for 2021. I think everyone should just sell their house and live in a caravan. Well, what I was going to say, maybe, <laughs> no? I mean, that's, I was just going to say, maybe we take these travel resolutions and see if we can like, like ball them up into like one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't, but I'm sure I'll get it. <laughs> what you're doing, like you, like if you make three or four different resolutions, yes, try to do them all at once in like one go. Like yeah. what you said, you wanted to find a new way of traveling and learn about Aboriginal culture. Yeah. And they go hand in hand. Right. That's my point. And I did have a third one that also goes hand in hand. And I did not remember saying this. And I cannot tell you the amount of joy that came into my heart when I heard that I said this and realized Mm -hmm. that I had done it. I had Outback in the Outback. So I'm obsessed with the Outback Steakhouse. Like probably since I was 16 years old for 20 years, I... Would go every weekend. My life came to a crashing halt when they closed up in Canada. I would do trips to Niagara Falls. Oh, the Outback for those that don't know, (laughs) it's like a chain restaurant, which I don't even think we have it in the UK. You don't. I looked while I was there. Yeah, it's like a chain. Just it's a very like American style chain restaurant. But I've gone to Outbacks everywhere. I've gone to Outbacks in Canada. All across the states, in Rio de Janeiro, people had to line up to get in the Outback when they opened in the morning. Uh, Hong Kong is obsessed with the Outback. There were so many of that. Anyways. Yeah. So, my favorite meal, I was in Cooper PD for New Year's Eve in South Australia, and I cooked a full-on replica meal. Like, it tastes exactly like that in the Outback. I did it. Yeah. And you talked about doing this for, like, ever yeah. And then you talked about it on last year's episode and then you did it. And actually I was funny because when I, when you told me this was Steph's idea to do this episode and I was like, yeah, cool. And I was like re-listening and I'm like, 
hold on. I'm like, the only reason she wants to do this episode is because she <laughs> ate potato soup and ate a steak in the outback. Oh, and she wants so to talk good. about eating that fucking steak for like 20 minutes. But Steph's like, no, I didn't even remember that I said that. So fair enough. <laughs> Going back to the list then. <laughs> so you you really wanted, and I can't exactly figure out why you put this one on here. And I listened to the episode and I kind of got a little bit, but you talked about traveling with your family in 2020. Wow. We obviously know that didn't happen. I haven't seen my family since Christmas last year. Yeah. I think why I said that was just more, probably more around when they come to visit me and we stay in London. And because I've been here for so long now and they've like visited me a bunch of times, it was like, hey, why don't we go, you know, explore some of the UK together? Like, you know, make new memories as a family that's like outside of just being in London. I'm, yeah. you know, sometimes I'm a bit over London. They are as well. And the plan was they were actually supposed to come visit me in like May, June, like around then. Okay. Um, and we were going <laughs> to yeah. go and like, you know, I think we were going to go to Scotland, Ireland, just do a bit of traveling together, which we haven't really done a whole lot of that. Like we, you know, obviously when I was a kid, we would, we do some like summer vacations, but, but obviously that didn't happen. I mean, that wasn't really my fault. That was the plan. Um, but obviously COVID, uh, yeah, no, I didn't get that one done, but totally out of my hands. But I think once this is all over, yeah, I think we'll be even more so excited to like get this trip in. I love so it. Yeah. Traveling with family is always fun, isn't it? It's always a fun idea, and then you do it, and you're like, eh. but no, it'll be fine. Awesome. One of mine, and this obviously did not happen, not a bloody chance, was to do the random flight at the airport, where you just oh, show right. up, and you get a flight somewhere. Didn't happen. Like, hardcore, I can't even find some semblance of a story to feel good. God, just didn't have when on the list for next year when was the last time you were even on a plane uh i actually was on a plane two weeks ago two weeks ago. no week not that kind of plane i was on a plane it was a scenic flight <sighs> over the flinders ranges i'm not talking area. about a scenic flight it's when a plane was you time... said when was the last time okay you were on a plane when was the last time you were on a passenger plane when i came back from the uk in march right yeah right when Steph yeah. was here in the UK, we also, I think we talked about how we were going to go to Wales together. Yeah. Nope. We talked about doing those, um, some of those UK destinations together. And Steph, we did a lot of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> we went to Wales. We went to Northern Ireland. <laughs> we went over to Scotland. Yeah, on our phones. We saw everything in the UK. No, we, <laughs> Steph saw the inside of my uh, living room. I Ceiling, literally laid mostly. in your bed and moaned for two weeks, basically. Yeah. When we had COVID. And not in a good way. <laughs> no. Uh, so, <laughs> oh God, yeah, that sounded sounded bad, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we definitely did not take off quite literally any boxes while Steph was here. I think the only thing we did while you were here was go for a walk. In a in- cemetery. Uh, the West Norwood Cemetery, which, to be fair, is considered like a UK. Yeah, one of the Magnificent Seven, uh, are they called? Is magnificent that... Sevens, yeah. Yes. Like one of the landmark cemeteries. So you did see a little bit of something. Yeah. <laughs> and that was about it. And I think we you saw the pub the first night you got here. And then, yeah. 
that was it. That was it. was it. What a trip that was. Then we tried to drink the COVID away. Yes. Quite literally. We're like, maybe the cure is red wine and we will win yep. the Nobel Prize for Medicine for discovering this just by right. giving it a go. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. We got better. Um, true. I mean, I, I'm just saying we drank science. a lot of wine and we got better. So I'm no doctor, but maybe I should be. <laughs> um, speaking of wine, one of yours was to just do dry. You talked about doing dry January to so start off the year on a good foot every year. Are you doing a dry <laughs> January this year? Well, okay. I, I'm calling it a damp January because <laughs> what day is it? The it's 8th? Like, the 9th? The 9th. Well, it's the 9th. Yeah, it's the 9th for both of us. Because I definitely drank on Sunday. So the I had a drink. I had a few drinks last Sunday, which was like a week ago on the January. 2nd. So it was January. And, and I had a beer on January 1st. One. Just one beer. I went for a really nice walk in one of the parks here on Jan 1st and... With a beer. One of the pubs was doing take. Well, the way I see it as well, like you're trying to Supporting support local <laughs> pubs and businesses right now. The UK. I mean, did you, have you heard the latest statistics? One in 20 people have COVID in London. Yeah, I heard that. That's insane. That's wild, right? And not surprising. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No. So shit is going to be shut down for a while. So the way I saw it, you know, I'm like, I'm supporting small businesses, so I'm buying a beer from this pub. Um, I am attempting dry January for the rest of it. However, because we are in a lockdown, I mean, yeah. th- what, what, I hate to say what else is there to do, but sometimes you just need a drink. Yeah. So, damp. Damp January. I mean, I haven't had a drink for a week now. That's pretty good. I'm all right with that. Just we'll take it. Let's see if win. I can go another week. And I don't even remember. Yeah, I definitely did not f- finish dry January last year. <laughs> I lasted two weeks last year. And then I had a couple drinks one night. We got some food after. And then I got the most horrific food poisoning of my life. I, I remember that. <laughs> you yeah. called me and you were like, I'm going to die alone. And the only woman who will take care of me is the Tesco grocery delivery woman. Yes. 
That was like my nurse. So that was my, um, the repercussions of me breaking dry Jan last year. When I say, and when I say horrific food poisoning, I would take COVID the Mm -hmm. three weeks, almost four weeks that I was sick with COVID. I would take that over this food poisoning I had for 24 hours. Let me just tell you that. Let me tell you that. Okay. So for all of you doing dry January right now, this is why I've said this year I'm doing damp January. Because if I break it with a couple drinks, it's fine. But last year, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm doing dry Jan. I'm not going to have a single drink for all of January. Had two glasses of wine, and look what happened. The dry <laughs> January gods came down on me. So, <laughs> Oh, good times. There you good go. Times. So I think what we're saying is, you know, make resolutions that are attainable. Is a dry January attainable for me? Probably not. Attainable, a little loosey-goosey, and... You know, you can meet them by a couple different definitions. <laughs> I think for this year, the only other one I had left was kind of a, one that's a continuation into this year because, and it was a really technical one. I really wanted to learn my cameras, like professionally. Oh, yeah. I was going to take some workshops and get someone who's an expert. To, and I didn't take the workshops. I will say, after hearing it, my friend, literally one of the best humans in the world, my friend Jonathan reached out to me. And gave me kind of some crash course over the phone. Um, mm. And that was really helpful. Um, but I haven't done it yet. So I plan to do that this year. And I'm just going to put the money towards it. And be like, someone one-on-one, show me what to do here. Cause I oh, you should to... have done it before your road trip. This would be I... a great opportunity to take some really nice photos. I now you're going to go home and what? Take photos of your storage unit where you put all your stuff? I had so much going on before the road trip. It was impossible. But so I think that's going to be one that carries into 2021. So I'm going to learn more. I actually did my first time lapse. I don't know if you saw that on Instagram the other day. I did the Uluru sunset and uh, I was pretty happy with that. I was like, oh, that turned out. That's cool. I didn't really come up. It's and I imagine you're in very much the same Mm. situation being in lockdown still. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it. it. It was hard to come up with resolutions when you don't actually know what you can do it i mean it's hard to come up with resolutions anyways i find like ones that are again attainable aren't just very generic like i want to you know lose weight i want to stop smoking whatever um which i did last year i'll just say that add that in which wasn't really one of my how many days now well i quit in december the problem was, here, I'll just say this. Now, again, we're going off into a tangent, but that's fine. People like to listen to you and I yammer on. Um, I had quit smoking years ago, and then I went back up to, like, social smoker while drinking, you know, a few here and there. But then I found, during lockdown, I had started, like, properly smoking again. Like, on the regular. Like, waking Ugh. up in the morning, having a cigarette. Like, I think this is how I dealt with the stress, where some people deal with, like, you know, they drink more. I was like, smoke, smoke, smoke. So then I quit again, the beginning of like December. Okay. Yeah. No, end of November. So like, yeah. And I'm good. I'm fine now. But anyway, so how many days are you at? Like, I don't know, 40 or something. I love 40? that. Congratulations. Thanks. That's the thing. Sometimes you do these like little resolutions and you didn't even set them and you're like, Hey, look what I did. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard enough to set them anyways. Like in a regular year. And then, yeah, going into 2021, like, I think everyone's just a bit afraid to Mm -hmm. set any because we don't want to jinx anything in 2021. Like, 
I think we're all so we uh, like tiptoed into it. Like nobody was really celebrating New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Like we right. we did. I I we had to stay home anyways. But I'm like, I don't want to be ringing in 2021. And again, piss off the fucking universe. Like somehow we managed to do in 2019. Yeah. So like even setting a resolution, I certainly didn't really set any for this year. I don't know anyone that did. I think everyone's just in this. Well, and you might. I'm. I okay. Besides you. <laughs> but like I'm saying in general, I'm saying I don't know people that set really big resolutions. It wasn't a big thing. No, I think everyone's just trying to survive at this point. It's like, hey, do you know what? If I can, some people are like, if I can get out of bed, great. Like that's a resolution. I'm kind of like, I just want to, you know, my resolution is at this point, I don't know how far this lockdown is going to go in the UK, but like it might be in a month's time that it's like my resolution is just to leave the house yeah (laughs) i don't know so that's and i did ask people on instagram what their travel resolutions were this year and it was almost 50 50 half the people were like Mm. oh you know what i'd still love to go to bali i'd still love to go to hawaii i'd still love to go to um but that's not a resolution is it that's more like wishful thinking it's something that's on their list for 2021 and actually i might have said what are your 2021 travel goals which so fair yeah but, and then the other half were like, I want to do something. Like, I just want to go anywhere. So it was very, yeah. like, half the people still very, you know what, I think I'm going to be able to do this. And half were like, we'll see. You know, don't want to. Well, and it probably, it's ultimately going to depend where you're speaking to people. Because, again, you guys over in Australia, like, you, you know, you, you're not in, well, it depends where you are, but you're not in, like, a national lockdown. I mean, you probably right. go back into one by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but like over here, we're like the UK's fucked. So if you speak to someone in the UK, you're like, Hey, what are your travel resolutions for 2021? It's like, yeah. no one is, is even allowing Brits to come in. Like we're ba- I can't I go back to one of my resolutions to be quite honest, like this year. And again, it's not even a resolution. This is just wishful thinking. I would love to fly home. Yeah. I haven't been home too. in a year. I would like to see my family, but right now there's no flights. There's no flights taking Brits into Canada. I'm not, I can't go. There's no way for me to get there. So like. Yeah, you could talk resolution versus, yeah, wishful thinking. That's the difference. So in terms of resolutions, I mean, I don't know. This is why I don't really have any because <laughs> I don't know what I can do. What the, And the thing is, a resolution is supposed to be something you can, like, attain. It's supposed to be a goal. Yeah. Like, if there's something in the way that you can't attain it, it's hard to set them. So for anyone, I just want to say anyone that is listening that hasn't done New Year's resolutions, whether they're travel or not, don't cool. stress about it. Like, yeah. you don't have to. Again, it might be the case if you just wake up in the morning, you're like, do you know what? My resolution for today, maybe it's like a daily resolution, is just to wash my hair. <laughs> or it's like to put on a clean shirt. Like, I don't know. So everyone's dealing with this very differently. True. Um, yeah. My resolution but... was kind of a cop out because it, the only thing I could really even come up with for right now is to just see more of Australia, which I'm doing. Right. Like, I already know I'm doing that. But that's fine. You know, I think yeah. that's a good resolution, something that you can attain. You're in a position that you can do it. Yeah. Well, and it's day by day also, even to be fair, when we're recording this, I'm in Alice Springs, Northern Territory, mm. and I've been here for a couple days. I'll probably be here for a week because everything up north, the highways are all flooded. And now I knew I was coming right. into the summer, which is the rainy season. So I knew that it would be a high possibility. I'd have to wait somewhere. But... That's happening. We got a little COVID cluster in New South Wales. So the borders. So everything. I'm just making this up day by day. 
based but that's on it. That's what, that... flooded roads, closed borders. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what people should do, though. Like, come up with them, you know, day by day. And maybe it's like, again, we've talked about staycations, right? Like, yes. for a lot of us, especially in the UK, staycations are going to be the norm, right? And when mm. I say staycation, it might even be just down to your neighborhood. So like one of the things I even thought of was, okay, it's a possibility that I can't even leave London, you know, for yeah. the next little while. So London though, ha- we have so many beautiful parks yeah. and like green spaces. So like maybe one of them for me is like, you know what? I want to visit three new parks or three new green spaces in the next three months, you know, if I'm allowed to. Like coming up with these small travel resolutions again i would love to fly to canada i would love to fly over to see you in australia but like it's not realistic probably not attainable <laughs> this year Aww. maybe maybe by the end of next year but but yeah so again like guys think of think of the small when we talk about the small wins it's the same when it comes to traveling it doesn't have to be some like big resolution yeah i think a really good thing to come up with in the context of what's going on in the world is I don't know if anyone else or maybe Andrew, if you follow Scott Jones on Twitter, he has this concept of basically questing to have a quest and your Mm -hmm. quest doesn't need to be achieved within a certain year. So for some people, quest could be, you know, visit all 50 states or visit all the national parks or to have a quest and to just start working on items towards that quest. So if your goal is to visit or visit every national park in the UK, you might be able to knock four or five of those out. Like, yeah. And so you're still achieving things towards a goal, but it's not necessarily tied to 2021. It might be yeah. the year to come up with your quest. Well, there you go. Steps towards the ultimate bucket list goal, right? Yes. Or maybe even if you're still in lockdown, it's the year to or, or oh, to yeah. the time to sit sit down and write out your bucket, write out what you want to do. Yeah. Maybe your travel resolution is to come up with travel resolutions for the next few years. You know, maybe it is to sit down and do a vision board. And again, not a vision board just for 2021, because by the way things are going so far this year, I feel like we're in this for the long run. Here's hoping for 2022. I'm working on my three-year plan, because in three years, you and I are doing the Camino de Santiago. We are? So... Yeah, you've already agreed to it. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe I should sit down and write down these (laughs) quests that I've quite obviously... Here's the thing, having a podcast, if I've talked about this on the podcast, then that holds me accountable, so... Yeah. Maybe I should listen back more. (laughs) (laughs) I like where we came to for this. I think this is the time to reflect on last year's goals and what you did achieve in 2020. And just see what you can achieve for 2021 and beyond. With the amount of unknown, let's just dream. We don't have to tie it to this year. Steph, I feel like you and I, we should start a second like life coaching podcast. Guys, let us know your thoughts on Steph and I um, <laughs> being your like life coaches for 2021. Maybe, maybe this is... Maybe. My life coaching will be like, listen to happiness books on Audible. <laughs> that's what i do that's what I, hate. I love it uh we'd be great at it anyways let us know your travel resolutions let's all just like give shout your ideas out i need some ideas maybe we all need some inspiration from each other awesome all right, all right. well excited for everything 2021 has to bring for the podcast 
and we will see you all soon. Happy New Year. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.